Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and only Average and only yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Average But Owning It. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a whole party. Yes. I am Maddie. I'm Haley. <laughs> and we are no. the hosts. <laughs> we gotta work. We should have practiced. Yeah, we should As if this is our first rodeo. We just decided that we're gonna start introducing ourselves. Can you just can you just say what you just said a second ago? She was like, "We need to introduce ourselves because you know we're famous or whatever." Right, right. And I said, "I think the more we do these podcasts, <laughs> the worse I feel about it." And she thinks we're blown up. No, I don't. No, I don't. I no. But the I just felt like you know there's got to be a couple people that don't know us. Well, I know there's a couple people. That yeah, don't know yeah, us. yeah. I do wonder sometimes, like if people know the sound of our voice yes. now, yes, 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 and yes, like yes. which one they're like, oh, I hate when she talks. I remember a random hinge boy once upon a time was watching us. I, I'm not gonna like, don't remember which one it was, was <laughs> listening to us and said like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know who's who. And I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. You don't know yeah, me. Yeah, why would he? And we. We don't sound similar, but we also don't sound that different. <laughs> we don't sound similar, but we don't sound different. But, you know, like, it would be different if, like, I talked like a valley girl yeah. or if uh, you had a super high voice or something. Like, mm-hmm. we both talk with, like, normal people. Uh, I was – this voices. is only slightly unrelated. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Uh-huh. One that I regularly listen to, so I'm not going to, like, put it on blast. Okay. But they're not funny. Like, I don't watch it because they're – or listen to it because they're funny. And Are they sometimes on TikTok? No. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. It's <laughs> whatever. Anyways, not that they're listening. Like, I'm going to hurt their feelings. Um, but there's one part where um, they were, like, making fun of – like, it wasn't funny. And she sure. was like, yeah, it's kind of like from the movie Bridesmaids where she's like, help me, I'm poor. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. And I didn't listen to the rest of the episode because I was like, that was that so violently running. not funny to me. <laughs> I just couldn't – I was like, is this 2014? That's not funny anymore. We're over it. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like the movie Bridesmaids. Help me, I'm poor. It is kind of like humored out. Yeah, it's over. It yeah. was funny for a minute. And the sad part is too, that, I mean, I can't knock Bridesmaids because I feel like it was the first all-female comedy oh. that was actually taken seriously. I actually still like that movie. No, no, yeah. It's just funny that like that was the first one that was like taken seriously and I like funny true. across all. Yeah. It's like, not like a chick Men flick. could it's still like watch it. Dudes thought that was funny. No, because it was. That movie was so funny. It was funny. And it was quoted for so many years, but now it's like, it's been too many. Yeah. And there's certain ones, like, there's parts of it that are just over quoted. Like, there's parts of it I would probably still laugh at. Yeah, but it's not the Help Me, I'm Poor. Yeah, the Help Me, I'm Poor, we all did. We all know it. It was a a gift you sent to your friends, and now we're over it. So, anyways, what's our hot take? Because that's not it. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, oh. Are you serious? (laughs) Well, okay. So we talked about two different hot takes. And the first one was kind of inappropriate. And Haley decided that she wasn't going to say it. Oh. But I, for some reason, thought that that's where we landed. Mm -mm. Nope. It wasn't where we landed. Our hot take today 
is we're going to talk about what we look forward to doing now that the world is a little bit more normal. Yeah. Are you vaccinated yet? I'm not. Oh, you, yeah. You still have to do it. I have. Yeah. I got my first vaccination the other vaccination <laughs> the other day, so I'm very excited to get my second one. Even though technically, still everything, we're still being cautious, but still. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to go. Oh gosh, I don't know because Florida is so weird. Because technically, in Florida, you can still like get away with anything. Yeah. But I'm excited to go home and do stuff because my family's in Pennsylvania. So I'm excited to go home and do stuff with them. You're like I excited can't. to travel. Yeah, I'm excited to go to Kennywood this summer. Hopefully, it's like our amusement park at home. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. See, I feel like I've really done things that I'm excited about. Okay, like what? Like I'm excited to people watch again. Oh, true. You know, like, I can't wait to see people's faces again. Like yeah. their full face. Oh, that's a good one. Like, I can't wait. I think I forget. I now have this thing whenever I'm, well, okay, two different things. In movies, I'm watching something from years ago or whatever, and I'm like, oh my God, they're hugging. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, wait, this was filmed 10 years ago. I have it's those fine. moments too. Or um, I also do it like in stores. I'll see somebody and I'm like, why do they look weird to me? Like something is off, and I'll realize it's because they're in Target without a mask. And I'm yes. like, that's why. And then I'm at. See, I see people all the time at my job. They come in with masks and then they sit in my office and they'll like pull their mask down to take a drink of water or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the part that trips me out is I make up what the rest of their face looks like in my head. <laughs> and then when they do like a face reveal, I'm super thrown. But it's anticlimactic. And they're still talking to you and you're like, sorry, I can't think about I'm anything. like, that is not what I thought your dad looked like, ma'am. <laughs> You know, like, sorry, I really had an expectation there. No, like, I just thought that he would have, like, a mustache and, like, he, like the, it just happened to me. The super old guy came in and he, I thought he was going to have, like, a beard or, like, a mustache or something. Naked baby face under there. And you were like, hold on, where's the rest of it? Yeah, I just was like, whoa. So your mustache is on your mask still, I think. You left it then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one, actually. People watch. I'm excited to people watch. I wonder if I don't – and I don't know. I've seen, like, TikToks about it, people making fun of it. But, like, if I ha- still have good control over what my face is doing most of the time when I'm out in public. Because yep. I'm thinking I probably, like, have oh. a weird facial expression under there that I've forgotten about. I do weird stuff under my mask all the time. Really? Half the time I walk around and I'm, like, messing with my mask under oh, my like mask. like trying to move it up with your mouth? No, not even like moving it up. I'm just like, my mouth is like open. Mm-hmm. I can like feel the mask on my lips. Like, so you're moving it like it's a weird sensory thing? No, I'm just doing it because I know no one can see me. Oh, so you're you know, just being like a weird kid. No, like, na, 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 you no but it's subconscious. Me. Oh, yeah. I'm so you're subconscious like, as a four year old. No, I'm just saying like I'm walking around. And, like, maybe I would have walked around from getting my silverware to getting my plate with, like, my mouth open. And I'm, like, ah, like, doing something. Yeah. But I never would do that in public because I'm controlling myself. Because <laughs> I have social cues, so I won't do right, that. Right, but, like, now I don't have to. So I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm, I am nervous about that one. I, I always tease Emerson because Emerson always has her tongue out of the side of her mouth when she's concentrating on mm-hmm. something. Like, she does – yeah, she does what Maddie's doing if you're watching. She, like, mm-hmm. sticks it out of the t- side of her mouth and, like, bites on it kind of. It drives me crazy for some mm-hmm. reason. I think because my dad did it, so it, like, pisses me off, like, Some people that – like, my cousin can only focus when he's, like – yeah, does something weird like yeah, that. With, he like puts his tongue on his mustache. My dad has a had a little stash whenever he was here a couple weeks ago, and he like can't stand the feeling of his mustache. So he has gotten away with it, it because he has his mask on, so he can like he constantly like had his tongue on his like 
top lip trying to like mess with it like because he can't stand the hairs right there yeah and i kept being like dad stop that looks so weird because whenever we would be sitting without a mask on it was just like like he just looked like like freaky he looked like a little lizard i know it was weird um yeah what else am i excited for i'm excited to go to a concert i haven't been to a concert in so long live music oh that's gonna be so great that'll be really good um gosh what are other things i'm gonna go to like a water park yeah. Like right now that sounds kind of gross. But like <laughs> Yeah, it does. It sounds oh, super can we go weird. can we go to a water park? Sure. I love water parks. I do too. We've been sleeping on water parks. Well, granted, we've had to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um what else? What else? What else? I'm excited. Again, these are so dumb, but like if I go into a gas station and get like snacks. Like Yeah. You know what? I am excited to not do what I do every time. What do I always do? What are you saying? No, uh, I do this every time we're in a car, we're anywhere. I am, I'm the worst about forgetting my mask. I'm oh. terrible about it. You know that all the time. I'm like, oh my god, please tell me you have another one. Oh, I feel like I'm around so many people who do that. I don't think that's uncommon. Oh, maybe that isn't. Maybe I'm not. The I worst. am excited to not do the the like pre anywhere from your car routine. Oh, that's true. You know, like you sit in the oh car, my god, you turn mask the car, me. You put on the mask. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's only one extra step. <laughs> and then you put it on in one ear, two ears. Yeah. Over the nose. The thing that is tough about having to wear a mask in Florida is that it's hot. I was just going to say the and fact not, that summer, we don't have to do another summer. It's not that God. I can't breathe no. at all. Like, I don't mind that. It's that, like, I'm sweating under it. Like, yeah. the mask knee, like you yeah. said. Yeah. That's the only thing that I can't stand is the, is the sweat giving me acne. But it's not, like, the end of the world. I'll do it. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to not. Yeah, that. there was one other thing I just thought of. Um, oh my god, work! I'm so excited, and I have to wear it at work yeah. all the time, just because I have to have it with my students, and I'm like, I'm excited to not have to worry about that. Yeah, and like see their faces. Yeah, and it's just more fun. I typically like they're far enough away from me. They're what they're well over six feet of the other side. Where like if it slides down their nose, I don't mind. And like if they're they usually eat snacks in there, so I'll let them like take it off and drink their water of the other side of the room, like whatever. Yeah. But so I've seen their faces. It's not like I've never seen them, but it'll be nice to not have the added. A thing. hot girl summer. What? It's kind of hard with the mask on. Oh. <laughs> It's just a totally different vibe when you're like out and about in the summer, it's true. hanging out, getting dinner. I know. I'm just wondering how weird it's gonna be. Like right now, I'm at the phase where I'm I'm wondering like, do you have not have your mask on in Target because you're an asshole or because you're vaccinated and you're thinking like now we're good? Like I don't know which one that is. Nine times out of ten in Florida, it's because they don't care. Yeah, that's true. Rude. Did you see that video of Ted Cruz where he was like being a jerk? No. As per usual. No. Um, he's the, um, if you don't know, he's the Republican senator from um, Texas. But he, uh, they were, like, recording him for some sort of press conference, something. And the one journalist was like, sir, can you please put a mask on before you, like, get started with us? And he was like, I'm already vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. I don't need to have one on. And they were like, well, we would just prefer to probably make us more comfortable. And he was like, no, I'm already fully vaccinated. My whole team is fully vaccinated. We don't have to have it on. That's the CDC recommendations, and I'm following them. And everybody was like, that's the CDC still recommends that you wear one because we don't know if you can still spread spread COVID. You just can't catch it. Like we don't know if you have right. you can still spread it. And he was just like, oh, no, we're not doing it. And just like kept going with the press conference. And all the journalists were like, yeah. But also Ted Cruz is known to be like Republicans and Democrats alike all hate him. 
Yeah, I saw this TikTok the other day that was like, um, it was this girl and she was like, burn book for Ted Cruz. I saw this exact one. Except it this time, like the first time it was quotes from a bunch of other mm-hmm. like um, people in politics. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this time it's only direct quotes from his college roommate. Wait, and, I did not see this one. Yeah, it was so funny. And it, one of the guys, or he was like, one of the quotes said, um, I hate Ted Cruz 99%. Uh, because of his personality, not his beliefs. If he changed all of his beliefs to be exactly what I believe, that would only make him hate, or that would only make me hate him 1% less. Because he's so bad, yeah. Yeah. There was the, it was the former Speaker of the House whose name I'm not remembering right now. Um, Don, uh, Boehner, Boehner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First name, don't yes. remember. But he had like a really funny quote, because there was a one that was a yeah. burn book on Ted Cruz, but it was like, I but only Republicans. And it was all of the, like literally almost all of and it's like all the respectable ones too that were like yeah good like, bipartisan yeah. they it was like yeah and even Boehner who I don't even like was like he was the worst one to work with out of any of them that I've ever met it's so funny I just love how everyone hates him it's hilarious oh man good stuff okay so kind of a little segue into what we're doing <laughs> yeah kind of you have the list right yeah so obviously as you can tell we're going to talk some current events of the day for our table talk today I'm really glad I just picked up your acrylic nail off of my (laughs) counter. I was like, what is that? And it's Maddie's fingernail. (laughs) That's so gross. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that I announced it. I just was surprised. Um, Anyways, (laughs) we're talking current events because there's a lot going on in the world in case you don't know about it. Yeah, and we're going to miss a lot of things too because like – you know when you have an idea and you start planning for it and then all of the things that you actually want to talk about that are going on, you forget? And I'm, you're just looking what? at what's right in front of you? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Maybe, Wait, just say it in a different way? <laughs> like, I have so many things that I want to talk about that are relevant in current events. And there's, like, the big ones that I know. Mm-hmm. But then there's, like, other ones that if I just thought on my own for a few minutes, mm-hmm. I would have come up with and been like, oh, we should talk about this. Yeah. But instead, I went to the internet and was, like, looking at. Oh, like, okay. This makes sense. See? Yeah. And I was looking at, like, what the current events were on the list of things. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, I've never heard this. So I click on that. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily all the things that I want. Like, I feel like I'm going to miss something. Well, probably. We always miss something. Every time I listen to our podcast, because the first time I listen to it is whenever everyone else does, like, whenever it comes out. Yeah. So I'm always like, oh, why didn't we talk about this? Or, like, why didn't I Yeah, why didn't I la- elaborate on something or, yes. like, an idea or, time. like, make one more point that would have driven, like, the yeah. whole idea home. You get a good singer, but you're oh. alone, and it's after we recorded. Yeah. Um, my, I think my biggest confidence boost, though, is whenever you and I are talking and you go, like, yes, that's exactly it. Okay. And I'm always like, Maddie agreed with me. I was right. Yeah, you know, it's always like a good. Um, it is. It is true because the thing with both of us, if like I don't think something's true or you don't think something's true, we will tell each other. <laughs> so it it does feel good when you have the affirmation because you know it's genuine. So you gain mutual approval. Yeah, because like there's some people that are just yes men, and yeah. they're gonna say they're gonna agree to yeah. everything that you say. Yeah. And you don't know if you made a good point or not. Well, that's true. We argue on here a lot. Well, not argue, but we go back and forth. We go back and forth, and I like that we have, like, different opinions. That's, like... Really? I hate it. Really? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like... Well, actually, kind of. I don't know if I've described the color test on here before. I don't think so. No, do it. Okay, so in elementary school, I came up with this thing to tell, like, essentially who's genuine or not. Mm -hmm. And I basically (laughs) would test my friends... 
because I would say like my favorite color is yellow. Yellow is the best color on the planet. And then the other person would be like, oh my God, I love yellow. And then the whole point of the color test was I would switch my thought and be like, no, I forgot about purple. Purple takes a cake. Purple's the best every single time. And if they would go with me and agree that purple's the best after they just said that <laughs> yellow was the best, I'd be like, oh, they don't think for themselves. I wonder if any of your childhood friends are listening and are like, oh my God, I remember Maddie did that to me. No, because all my childhood friends, I didn't have to do that. I way. guess that's true. Like yeah. I could tell right off the bat. It was like random people yeah. that I would do that to. And like, especially um, when I played soccer, I think this is where I came up with that. I played soccer on like a fur crest team that mm -hmm. wasn't mine. And I was playing up two leagues. So they were all older than me and I would always do it to them. Mm -hmm. and just to see who I could trust. And then if somebody was like, oh, no, like, purple's cool, but, like, I love yellow. I'd be like, oh, that's your actual thought. <laughs> oh, wow, original. And in my head, obviously, I didn't have so many words when I was younger to be like, oh, my gosh, I only appreciate genuine people who think <laughs> for themselves. But that's totally what I was doing. And I feel like, in a way, I still kind of do that. Um <laughs> Anyways, that's why I think it does mean more whenever yeah. we agree with each other instantly. Yeah. Because if we didn't, we would say. Okay. I have a funny one to start. Okay. A um, funny current event? It's kind of funny. Oh, to so, me. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I already read it to you. Okay. So this <laughs> headline is Capital Rioter Arrested After Being Turned In by Match on Online Dating App Bumble. Incredible. Right? Incredible. So apparently the Justice Department has charged this Capitol rioter who was turned in by someone after he matched with them on Bumble on, a few months ago. But um, the girl said, or no, he said, I did storm the Capitol. And he said he made it all the way into Statuary Hall. And the girls like replied back, we are not a match. <gasps> And then shortly after, she reached out to the FBI and, like, turned him in. And then How does they, one reach out to the FBI? FBI I, at gmail.com? I was thinking that, too. Like, <laughs> hi, can you get me in touch with the FBI, What please? do you dial? <laughs> Anyways, they were able to compare his Bumble profile with body cam footage that Shut they had the on up. some of the cops. And he was charged with four misdemeanors, including disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Uh, he hasn't answered a plea, and his lawyers didn't respond to a request, a request for comment on the charges. But um, he, let's see, this says screenshots have been seen referring to the Washington, D.C. attack. On the day of the attack, he allegedly posted online, I'm effing inside the Capitol while he was rioting. Like, you thought this was a good idea, bro? I guess he really thought that he was, like, in the clear now. Like, oh, yeah. But, like, they said we're looking for the people that were a part of the insurrection. Yeah. This was interesting, too. More than 390 people have been charged with federal crimes in connection with the Capitol storming. 390. That's... Federal crimes? That's not misdemeanor. So not even that guy, right? No. 390 other oh. people. Which, honestly, is, like kind of nice to hear no i agree because actually... i feel like i saw all that and then all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh like majority of those people just got away with that yeah they just got to like walk home which granted there was more than four like 400 people that were there right i mean but yeah you couldn't have done that's a better number than i thought no 100 percent. 
Oh my God, that's craziness. I see, and this is why you don't match with conservatives on Bumble. And it's just so funny because, like, props to this woman. Seriously, she was like, no, I'm done with this. And she didn't just be like, oh, yeah, that was a weird run-in with, like, yeah. a sketchy guy or whatever. She took it all the way. All the way. Like, provided screenshots and everything. Good for her. I'm go- Honestly, power move. Right? Seriously. She, I wonder how that came up in conversation. I. That's what I'm curious of, too. I wish they had screenshots of the yeah. whole... Um, the whole thing, but they don't. Interesting. Dear God. We are not a match. That's so funny. Amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. What else we got current event wise? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. We're, hold up now. This is a lot. This woman had the nerve to say she's not guilty. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, granted, I didn't think she was going to say she was guilty. I think she's just going to play the clueless card, but baby, I know. Two women in my whole life that are clueless. Women are a lot smarter than that. <laughs> Literally. Okay. I have never met a woman that could be that oblivious to the man she's in love with. Right. There's no freaking way that no, you didn't know. I don't I don't think so at all. No, she was a part of it, and I'm still convinced she knows something about John Benet Ramsey. And whenever she tells us I'm gonna lose Michael, I'm calling off work for a week. Yeah. The only way if she was actually clueless to all of this is if like her and Freaking Jeffrey literally lived on different quarters of the house. Like, I feel like yeah. sometimes rich people, people like that. that, like, they don't like each other. They but they were, yeah, well, their relationship was weird because they were dating, but I think it was also, like, a businessy partnership kind of situation. Yeah. That's- but his business had to have involved half of this, you know? Like, yeah, I know. All of his business connections I don't ran think, around this ring. I don't think she's innocent. I no. really don't. No. But apparently she entered the New York courtroom in a dark blue prison outfit with her ankles shackled and her hair slightly grayed at the roots. Good for you. They I said that, that she looks like she aged a lot. And I was, I was just say, thinking, yeah, because she hasn't been able to go get her Botox and her filler. I love the fact she's that they- sagging. I love the fact that they took a second to drag her <laughs> on here. Like, he took up a whole paragraph. Elaine Maxwell comes into the courtroom looking like shit. And Is it Ghislaine? Yeah, Ghislaine. That's way better than Ghislaine. Is that what you said? Yeah. But I heard someone literally call her Ghislaine Maxwell. No, Ghislaine. Yeah. Oh, they were make fun, making fun it's of her. French, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Okay, well... Y'all led me astray. (laughs) Y'all. Someone on the internet. But they were clowning her because they were like, that is ironic. What? That she looks bad? No, that her name's Ghislaine. Oh. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Um... She spoke only to tell the judge that she waived her reading of the indict... How do you read that word? Reading of... I don't know where you are. Indictment. What? I've never seen that world spelled. <laughs> I, said, I said I've never seen that world spelled. I've never seen that word. I've never word. heard. That reminds me of the TikTok. The, um, you tell us to read the CDC guidelines, but some of us can't read. <laughs> most of us can't most read. Most of us can't read. I'm posting that TikTok with this video. <laughs> Wait, it's spelled I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. No, it's spelled... It's spelled I-N-D-I-C-T. Indict. That does not spell indict. <laughs> Indict. Indictment. That's what it's spelled like. Anyways. <laughs> she spoke only 
to tell the judge she waived the reading of her indictment while her attorney informed the judge she would plead not guilty to the charges. Use your own voice, bitch. You just sex trafficked a bunch of little girls. Yeah. And now you're not. Allegedly, she recruited and groomed a 14-year-old? Well, I mean, it was way more than that, but that might be what they have her on. Oh, okay. That's probably just what they have evidence for. Okay. Yeah, no, I know it was way more women than that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking it's probably... I didn't know that, though. I thought it was more than... They were getting her on multiple, but they might only be able to prove one right now. She's kind of crazy. (laughs) What? what? (laughs) Yeah. She's so crazy. (laughs) I keep thinking you're going to say something else, but you're not. Do you have any other points? I just, like... How, as a woman, do you get into that? That's crazy. Well, I mean, there's A, in typical situations where there's grooming, it's usually, like, groomers recruit other, like, they were they were recruited and now they're going to recruit other people. That's typically how it worked. And that's actually how it worked in that ring. Yeah, no, I know that. For the but most part. But she she's was, different because, no, because That's she, what I'm saying. Her, it was just money. I think, and I don't know all of Ghislaine Maxwell's life, obviously. I mean, just Ghislaine. I mean, Ghislaine. <laughs> I... I think that this, like, that I, I think she was under the impression that she had to participate in this in order to, like, keep her position in Jeffrey's life and keep his money and power and all of that stuff. And then afterwards, I think it was, like, a power move of, like, okay, he needs me in order to keep all these girls around and build trust with all these girls. And if he doesn't have that, like, they were just, they needed each other. It's one of those things, though, where you have to bypass so many red flags within your own, like, consciousness Mm -hmm. to get to that point. And it's absolutely crazy to me that money can do that. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if she either grew up with, A, a lot of money, where she was, like, all of those conscious things that are just in a lot of people's psyches already – like, those red flags exist for a lot of us, but she might not have already had that from the very beginning. Or she grew up in really crappy circumstances and all of those red flags are worth it. Mm. I don't know. I obviously don't know, but she's French and I just assume all French people are rich, so I don't know. Yeah, I do kind of assume that as well. I, I don't know, a poor French person. I think of, like, Les Mis. I don't know a f- poor French person. How many French- <laughs> I don't know them, so they can't be real. <laughs> How many French people do you even know? I actually don't know that many. I remember a girl told me she was French in middle school, and I didn't believe her. You thought, like, there's I don't, no way. There weren't a lot of French people growing up in Pittsburgh. That well, area isn't super French at all. I don't know what area it is, but... Well, I was going to say, I don't think there's a lot of, like, people... That are French here. ...come here from those parts of Europe. Yeah, not usually. I guess there probably wasn't a time in history where a lot of people had to come from France. Right. Like, no one's, like, trying to flood France. Trying to flood France. Trying to flee <laughs> France. Well, they must have, though, because, like, the rest of Europe kind of did. I never. I don't know anything about immigration. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> I was like. But not immigration from, like, 1840. Europe. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not history buffs. I know a lot more history than you do. You're not really sure when anything happened. No, but... It's and that, still, she's smart, but she doesn't know this. It's still true that we're not history buffs. No, I'm not a buff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I learned a lot recently from the show Them, even though apparently it's getting some critique. I watched it too. You watched it? Do you Corey like it? and I binged it. I have one episode left. I liked it a lot. And there's people that are like, I get the critique on it though. But I, so far I think it's really good talking about um, like the Great Migration. Like, the way that they, like, kind of reference it a little bit. Okay, yeah. 
has been super informative. I mean, I knew parts of it just from watching certain like random documentaries and things, but I think it was like, I don't know. I think it's actually something we could do a whole podcast on because it's really interesting. I didn't like it. Really? The whole thing? Yeah, we can do a whole podcast on it. The Great Migration or about the episode? <laughs> no, the series. We're going to do a podcast I mean, on the show? The Great Migration. We can do a whole podcast. What episode. are we, Jordan Randall? No, no, no. We could do... Oh, we oh. are. Jordan, we love you. Jordan. We could do a whole podcast episode on the Great Migration. Yeah. But we can save a little slice of it yeah. to talk about yeah. the series unless you want me to do it right now. <gasps> Wait, I want to talk about it because I didn't know you didn't like it. Okay. But I want you to finish it first so we can do it next time. Yeah, I haven't finished it. Is yeah. it ending the three or the whole thing? No, I just want you to have the whole picture. Okay. <sighs> Next up on the list of current events, we have one thing for the sports fans. The LA Dodgers and some other California teams debut fully vaccinated seating sections for home games. Uh, so. Do you have to provide like. I was just going to say, okay. these are the stipulations, um, at least for the Dodgers stadium. They have two sec- sections within their 56,000-seat stadium only for fully vaccinated attendees starting Saturday. So uh, guests from different households will sit together, uh, and masks are still required. But you just have to show that you were fully vaccinated. You have to bring your card and that it's been at least two weeks since you passed the final vaccine dose. Wow. And then it's ages 16 and up. Wow. Yeah. If they're underage and not eligible to be vaccinated, they must prove that they tested negative for COVID-19 within the last 72 hours. So you really got to plan around going to see the baseball game. Apparently, yeah. But I mean, especially in LA, since they've been in such intense lockdown, they're probably going to be like, hell yeah, I will go to this game and I will plan my life around it so I can be out of my house. And I think it'll also be a push in the direction to get vaccines the more they make things like vaccine only right which people are so obsessed with um oppressing themselves because of the vaccine or like the vaccine passport like there's a lot of stuff around that that people have really strong views on either side for it's exhausting it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot um one fan said This is such an integral part of our lives, such an important piece of what makes us whole. And the fact we've been separated from this experience for so long, it means so much for us to just get back in the stadium and be able to celebrate this team, this community, and this city. Oh, Like, why is baseball that big of a deal to you? But also, like... Aww. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't listening to that. Yeah, I know you were. Sorry. Um, It's just funny how much sports teams take up in certain people's lives yes like he meant every word of that even though you didn't hear it um i heard the last bit of it it sounded emotional it sounded like a real plea i probably would say something that emotional about the steelers though just not the dodgers like baseball feels like it's not that passionate yeah yeah, yeah. i I guess for someone who plays it's different (laughs) okay um i think we're gonna talk about some some heavier things yeah yeah i gotta get myself in the brain space so i don't say something stupid i'm gonna give us one more kind of easy one yeah can we have a good segue so i don't act like an idiot yeah one that's not as heavy okay but simone biles who we all know and love yes the gymnastic olympian (laughs) um did you like my backflip right there yeah it was a good is it cool have you ever done a backflip nope yeah (laughs) can't do that what about on a trampoline no, I'm too scared. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just, I'm afraid of breaking my neck. 
Oh, you got to do it one day. It's so fun. It's more fun than a front front flip. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> can you? You can guarantee me that? Yeah. Okay. So Simone Biles drops Nike and signs with Athleta. Yeah, I guess. It wouldn't be Athleta. You no, don't say I'm athleta. an athlete. You say I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. <laughs> so Athleta. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Athleta, but um, she dropped Nike for a few reasons. Okay. Um, one of the kind of ideas of why she did is because Nike did not highlight her enough, mm-hmm. um, especially as one of the top black athletes in the world. Yeah. Kind of the same thing as Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. put enough about her in no. like whatever. They've gotten some heat because of that. Um, but they just put out a huge like Nike ad and did not include any recognizable images of Biles. Mm. And so I guess she's already kind of been feeling this way. And then that huge thing came out mm-hmm. um, and she wasn't in it. So she said the opportunity to encourage young girls to reach their full potential and be a force for change is incredibly powerful. I admire the athleta for, I admire Athleta for the commitment to recognize and support women's individual and collective strength. And together, I believe we can help girls to confidently and passionately take on the world and their athletic endeavors and beyond. Then the article kind of talks about how Nike has many leading female athletes under contract, um, but they've faced criticism over how they have treated women in the past, especially after they have children. Like they almost mm. never bring them back into their promotions. Mm. But um, Athleta and Gap have been building a reputation for supportive home or being a supportive home for women, for both athletes and executives. I think Athleta's under Gap or something. Okay. Okay. But um, I didn't know that Gap's CEO was a woman. Oh, yeah. Cool. Gap CEO, she's. Uh, a native of India. She is one of only 40 women CEOs of a fortune 500 company and one of few women of color. That's actually the next thing I was going to say was, I think I just remembered hearing something the other day and I don't. Oh, it's Sonia single. Sorry. I don't remember what it was, but I, I wanted to say there was, Oh, it was something about education that there's only like in the entire country, there's like five women of color who are provosts or deans or something in the country or something. Eh, That actually might not be exactly what it was, but it was something along those lines. It was like a very, very small portion. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. One of only 40 women CEOs of a fortune 500. Holy crap. That's crazy. Well, happy for you, Simone. Woo. Um, okay. All right. Good segue. So let's talk the big, the big things. You want to do the biggest thing? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so we're going to talk about the Derek Chauvin trial then. Yep. And his conviction. Did you watch any of the footage? Of George Floyd. You mean the trial like while it was being Mm -hmm. announced? Yeah, I watched it. I had it up in my office. I had it up in my office too. It actually was kind of cool because it led to some like cool conversations with some of my students. Because my students are a majority of minorities of some kind. So it was just interesting to like have conversations about that. Yeah. But... Um, there wasn't, of course, the parts that I watched, like middle of the day, it wasn't anything crazy was happening. Mm-hmm. The one part yeah, that I just, just yeah, it was just like your basic whatever. But, um, 
the uh, one thing that I found that was really interesting was the well, not even interesting, more like frustrating was whenever they asked him to like obviously that we knew he probably wasn't going to testify, but yeah, just did you see his statement that was not, not a statement? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh They put it online as if like read Derek Chauvin's like statement to the court or whatever, whatever, and it's literally him just refusing to speak and invoking his Fifth Amendment right and everything. Oh single yeah, thing I did see that. It was just so annoying. I was like, you can't say anything not a single thing but we're also waiting for the trials of the other three officers mm-hmm. so that'll be upcoming soon too but i don't know um i i personally i doubt that they're gonna get much if anything i uh i don't i don't know I don't. publicity i think will be the reason why they do if they do but other than that i think that they're gonna get maybe they'll get like a manslaughter charge or something or like negligence yeah i when we had it playing i had two other girls in my office and i was like i just felt so sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. like nervous yep and seeing the live footage of everybody outside in minnesota like awaiting the trial Mm -hmm. i just was like oh my gosh like this could go one of two ways yeah oh obviously those are the only two options he's either guilty or not right but like as in effect to like the black community. Right. No. Like it yeah. was such a so much of a bigger deal. Oh, you know, 100%. for those communities. And I just was like, oh, I felt so heavy. And I can't imagine how much heavier it would feel to be a mm-hmm. black person in America yeah. watching that. But I just remember them reading out the verdicts and they said the first one guilty. And I was like, I was like standing up in my office. And I was like, yes. Yes. And then I was like closing my eyes, waiting for them to read the next one. And I was like, yes. And I was like, one more, one more, one more. <laughs> and they like closed. They, they Are you alone? Out. No, I was with two other girls. Oh, I was hoping you'd be alone in this. I felt more Honestly, I felt like I was alone in the room. <laughs> I just was like. It did not matter who was there. <laughs> yeah. And then they read the third one. And I was like, yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then it like panned to everybody outside. Oh. And the craziest part was his face. He was surprised. Was he? I didn't see the the look on his face when oh, he got really? it to him. He literally his brows furrowed like he went like this, like like he was dumbfounded, like confused. You, hey, were you not watching the same video that everyone else watched? <laughs> I want to know if he wa- in his brain, which obviously we're never going to know this. He watches that video. He thinks to himself, "Yeah, maybe not my best moment." I wonder if even that was a thought, or if his brain literally is like, "Nope, what I did was completely justified," but. Something I think I'm learning too that I don't know, I guess hadn't crossed my mind as a white person before this. Well, not before this, I guess it had, but anyways, whatever. Sure. I think I'm realizing too that the reason why it affected so many communities in that area, or at least areas like it with communities of color like that, um, because I know that a lot of the families that I've worked with really identify with what happened because. George Floyd wasn't that different from a lot of other guys in their community for lots of different, like he was every other, he's somebody's family member. Like everybody has a family member that has a life like he did, whether that was perfect or not. Yeah. And it's just like, regardless, this is like, everybody knows someone or loves someone who was our version of George Floyd. And this could have happened to any of us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's like such an identifiable story for a lot of communities where it's like, it does, it feels super personal. So I feel like it was it was a good I agreed with everybody saying like we need to like allow ourselves one little victory lap for the guilty verdicts, but not 
yes. trying to pretend like it solved everything and now what racism is over. <laughs> yeah. And I did agree with a lot of things that were being posted after the fact that were like, this isn't justice. Mm-hmm. This is accountability. Yep. This and is like, what happens when you kill someone. <laughs> yeah. It's also very confusing to me. The A, the people that could have watched that video and somehow in their twisted mind justify mm-hmm. what Derek Chauvin did. Yep. It's crazy to me that this trial took so long for a literal murder, an unnecessary mm-hmm. murder. Yep. I saw a video too that was like, I think it was TikTok or something where it was like a guy was like people on the far left. Like, yeah, that was murder. People on the left murder, moderates murder. And there's like a random little right wing group that's like, nope, it was justified. And then even on the people that are like far, far right or like, yeah, it was murder. And I don't really care because I'm like way on the far right too. And everything is, well, you know, the thing that really, really irks me with this uh, trial and just with like, social justice issues in general Mm -hmm. is I understand if you have a different political view in some cases, Yes, but the absolute silence toward a human life goes way beyond politics. And it's not that the left is obsessing that equality is a leftist thought process. Like, I don't think that I think a huge critique from the right is they're like they're making uh, social justice and like race issues so polarizing. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing that's polarizing about that to me. Yeah, I never said it was polarizing. Did you? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I like, never said that. Why do you feel so yeah. scared to agree mm-hmm. that someone being murdered on the street? Mm-hmm. First of all, because it would make you too moderate, it would make you too in the middle, and you're scared of that. But they're making, yeah, no, they're making that a a left right Mm -hmm. issue, yeah. Like, and it's so crazy. The people, I mean, it's annoying when people are quiet in general, Mm -hmm. like about things. But the people that are loud about what they believe on the right side have said nothing. At least in my experience of the people that I follow, say nothing, nothing about any social justice issues. Yep. Like there is no acknowledgement of mm-hmm. for the need of reform. Mm-hmm. And there's no acknowledge acknowledgement of systemic racism. Oh, it drives me insane. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, uh, you have to acknowledge it. You have to at least read a book. You have to like, like figure you have to research something and you understand where the way that the system fails millions and millions of people that you don't listen to every year. It just, it, genuinely blows my it's insanity. mind it really is blows um my mind. which leads into was it the, the day of or the day after i think it was hours after hours after remind me how to pronounce her name so i don't mess it up micaiah 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 what's bryant. her last name bryant i just 16. panicked um obviously that happened where she was shot we just watched the footage which is it isn't as bad as i thought it was going to be because i put off watching it because i was like i'm scared of looking at if it was really bad but the cam footage is like far enough back that you don't like see anything that's like super but i think it's crazy that we've even gotten to that point what do you mean in what way it's crazy that we can watch somebody getting murdered and think like oh this wasn't as bad as i thought right you know like Mm -hmm. that's just a sad thought Mm -hmm. because it's like we have watched which we've watched it up close brutally traumatic especially to people of color that look like them Mm -hmm. 
uh, to watch those over and over again. Yep. But it's crazy that we're like, oh, okay. Like we saw it up close so many times that, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's brutal. Um, I don't know. That one kind of, it made me, I was afraid to watch the footage too because I was afraid if it was super, super up close. She's 16 and I work with 16-year-olds every day of my life. So it just like felt super, I know, I like those girls could be any of my students, you know, I, or like she could have been. Yeah. And, and the, I get, we had a friend over the other day who was actually, she posted something on Instagram about it and got into a, some sort of Instagram argument with a old friend from home who got into it with her and was trying to say something about like de-escalation and police and all of this mm. garbage. I, and listen, I'm not pretending, I'm not a, a police officer, obviously, in case that needed to be said. Um, I, but I, like, work with DJJ. So I'm, like, I work with cops a lot. And I'm not pretending like I know everything, because I certainly don't. What's EJJ? DJJ. Oh. So the Department of Juvenile Justice. Oh, okay. So there's just, the, okay, so and so we've had to do, like a, a, like, a fair amount of work with cops here and there. I'm, like, familiar with how a lot of systems work. I don't think they're set up well enough. Cops in general are done a disservice in the fact that they're not taught proper de-escalation techniques. And that's example A. That could have been de-escalated. I could. I would have felt comfortable de-escalating that as a social worker. Especially with a taser on your hip. You have a taser on your hip. Easy. They were saying that she was like a threat because she had a knife and you only have a second to figure out life or death. Which, to an extent, understandable. Yeah. But the the context of that story, it still didn't apply. Taser, A, option. Because you see someone with a she's knife. She's a little girl. Them. It's not like she's a 250-pound right. man who's going to, like, not be phased by a taser. Right. And she wasn't, char- like, charging at anybody. She was standing next to another girl with a knife. But evidently, that wasn't even where the actual fight that they called the cops on, where it was. There's, like, a whole group of girls that followed this girl back to her foster home. Yes. And so it, it just is – it was – it was disturbing. It just was like 10 different systems managed to fail this girl. And there was, I don't know. It, it could have been de-escalated. I just, it the was. The video I saw, she was charging at the girl. With the she knife. was charging at the yeah, girl? Yeah, like she was And the thing to... is though, you have a gun. And I understand that like it was chaotic when they got there and no one seemed to calm down when they got there. Because it did look like it was chaotic. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, again, taser on your hip. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. Yep. But also the fact that, like, you have a gun. She has a knife. Yeah, I think the thing that did it for me, like, I I don't think that every situation is equal in terms of how to go about it in the right yeah. way. Like, yeah. this is high pressure. But I just don't think I'll ever get to the point in my life where I'm justifying killing a child. Mm-mm. And the thought process is if it wasn't her life it was the other girl's life like stabbing somebody but I don't I I don't know if it would have taken her life I'm not justifying like somebody stabbing another person I don't think that's right yeah however these girls followed her back to her house Mm -hmm. got into an argument or whatever and she said a foster home she didn't have anyone to protect her so she called the cops to protect her she called her mom uh-huh. her foster mom and her grandparent yeah to come get her to like help yeah but the thing that really got me is um i've been on tiktok as most zillennials are <laughs> um but i've seen countless videos like over and over again of cops using tasers or other methods 
um, with people who have knives specifically. Mm -hmm. Like I watched this one, it was a white man and he had an entire like butcher knife in his hand and was swinging at the cop, like literally trying to like stab. Yeah. Tase that man. (laughs) And they were like very close in proximity. Mm -hmm. And the other guy standing right behind the both of them tasered him Mm -hmm. and he was still trying to stab the cop. Holy crap. Yes. And they did not fire a single shot. Mm-hmm. He went over and he helped the other mm-hmm. guy get the knife out of his hand. Yeah. Like, uh, to me, they're just, there is a clear difference yeah. in how the police handle. And you have a 16 year old girl and- who's not on drugs, who's going after a girl who she feels is attacking her. You taser that girl because you think that maybe she's the threat because you don't know the whole story. You don't know what's going on. And she has a knife in her hand. I get that. And you don't know. You she's taser her. She's going down. Like, and you yeah. could, and she would have been arrested and she'd be alive right now. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> it's I'm funny. tired. I'm tired. I can't. There imagine. was also the other uh we we I don't think we wrote this down, but the other The boy. The boy yeah. whose name I'm also not remembering. Why am I terrible at Adam Toledo? These days? No, not that one. Different one. Oh, that means there was more. Yeah, his name started with a D. He was thirteen. Gosh, there's been so much. I know. There was like three in a row, I think, is why I'm getting like caught up with them. And that's the thing. I tr- Like I want to be well. There's that line of being informed and also being like, I need to have like, I don't know. I have a hard time with that line. Wait, with what? what? Being like I want to be informed about everything that goes on, but also like I, I'm going to get myself very worked up about like 500 terrible things that I can't do anything about right now besides just like I just want to cry. Yeah, I I think, like, the right step for white people is to realize how much it affects people of color. Right. No, yeah. Because, like, it is overwhelming because it does feel very out of anyone's hands. Mm -hmm. But the good part, and I saw somebody tweet this um, after Derek Chauvin got the verdict of being Mm -hmm. guilty, and they were like, well rioting works yeah i saw that i saw that yeah i actually want to read a book that justin drury was posting about something about like i don't remember if it was the case for rioting or something like that but basically saying like why it works and why it does what it does and so at the same time it feels like very overwhelming and hard um to like figure out what is my place Uh i keep coming back to like I i feel better knowing rather than not being no, educated I agree. about it mm-hmm. and also like if i feel worked up and if yeah. i feel awful like i can't imagine how much people of color and black people specifically don't have the wherewithal to handle oh 100 i told you about the one thing i had with one of my students i don't think i've shared this but i have a little black lives matter keychain on my um, keys and I was standing outside of my work talking to one of my students who had come up that was outside and I and she's like very goofy and fun and she came up and like her and I are very rarely serious because she's I don't counsel her so I don't have to worry about it so you're talking about Dante right by the way oh that's the one I was thinking of. I knew it was a D um but she had come up to me and she was like joking around about something but she saw like my keys were in my hand and she could see that I had the Black Lives Matter keychain on there and this very goofy adorable girl like grabbed my keychain and looked at it and she said, like, you have this? And I was like, yeah. And uh, literally her whole face changed. Oh. And she and she just very, like, sweetly touched my arm. I was like, thank you. Aww. And I immediately got, like, immediately teared up. And I was like, I love you. 
And she was like, I love you too. It was just this like very sweet moment Which, like, where you... she was shocked. And I was like, I'm so sorry that you're shocked. <laughs> can you imagine growing up as a black student in Polk County though? No. Like <laughs> it is not the assumption that your white therapist no. believes in you. Mm-mm. Which nope. is sad. No. It's why I try to like keep stuff like that around my office in general so that they can be like, oh wait, I might be able to trust this white lady. <laughs> yeah. Like slightly. Um, this was another tweet that I saw, which I think you've seen this. We interrupt our coverage of the protests of the police murder of Dante Wright, which interrupted the trial of the police murder of George Floyd to bring you the coverage of the police murder of Adam Toledo. <sighs> and I think you made a, you made a good point too of like, as exa- like as exhausting and heart sick as it makes us. Like I think it part of that is also the fact that like, I know that it's 10 times worse for people of color, you know, like they're yeah. identifying in a way that I can't. Yeah. So it's a lot. And, um, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I think that's the space where we're at. It's just, I, the, yeah, it's awful. It really is. But I am really glad about the guilty verdicts. That is, I think does deserve a victory lap regardless. I think that the attorneys and that worked on that case worked really hard. So, yep. And that the jury weren't idiots. Thank God. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that they had to go through a pretty intense screening for that one too. Cause you know how they have to do that, but I'm sure they had to be very careful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else? Another thing that I was going to mention just really quick was, um, oh gosh, there's so many things to cover, but I did want to at least acknowledge for a second, the hate crimes, happening in the Asian community. Mm, okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Did you watch the video of that 61 year old Asian man? No. Really? No. Oh, it's, it's awful. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm already like sick to my stomach. Yeah. This, um, man came up behind this old Asian man, um, <laughs> in front of an apartment complex or like an apartment building or whatever in New York. Mm-hmm. And, literally just like kicked him over to the ground and like beat them up um for what i don't know and the saddest part to me i mean obviously it was like literally out of nowhere um but the saddest part was that there was like a doorman at the apartment complex Uh who was just watching like did not step in for a second i'm sorry fuck that yeah and apparently the attacker got away and then the victim got transported to a hospital in Harlem. But just awful. And there's been a, there's been an investigation of more than 60 possible hate crimes against Asian Americans this year in New York alone. Um, mm. Which is horrible. There's Do we think a- it's mostly like COVID related? I wonder like what the stats are of there being a crazy spike after it became quote unquote the Chinese virus. Yeah, I think that definitely plays a role. I think the Atlanta spa shootings mm-hmm. spiked things mm-hmm. up and at least spiked the conversation. Right. Oh, wait, it was a 65 year old woman who got, yeah, it was a lady. Either way. I think the one I just read though was about a man though in also New York, which means that there's just been. Multiple. multiple but yeah i think there's just more now of a conversation of a asian people being fetishized mm-hmm. asian people being portrayed as exotic and submissive yep and 
as sex symbols. Mm-hmm. Like it's in or it's rooted in American comedies. Yep. Like it's always the role of like Asian people in a very negative light. Like whatever the stereotypical. Oh my god! Yeah, casting and is the, for yeah. Asian I think people. a lot of Asian people do have. There's a wide variety of different. Uh, stereotypes that you can have all of which somehow are offensive in a different way <laughs> yeah and I, th- I think that's the issue with most people who think that they're not racist or have very mm-hmm. like unchecked um racial bias yeah is they just keep trying to fit people in boxes when you allow white people to just be and do whatever they want yeah like but there's that- a million different types of white people but there's five different types of black people and exactly. they have to fit and if into- you don't fit into a box mm-hmm. then you're an anomaly and you're like not like the others. I feel like we should sign off on my favorite thing from that I showed you at dinner. Um, I'm I can see share. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, share deleted this tweet the other day, but I feel like it's um a lighthearted way to end this podcast episode in a very twisted situation. Um, you'll see why she deleted it once I read it. Um, and keep in mind, share also is one of those old people that posts where she capitalizes every word beginning or every letter to every word does does that make sense some guys still type like that yeah that's true she said was talking with mom and she said i watched trial of policeman who killed george floyd and cried i said mom i know this is gonna sound crazy but i kept thinking maybe if i'd been there i could have helped imagine the headline share which is kind of funny because that's a woman who knows her her influence. You think I genuinely <laughs> think maybe if Cher showed up and was like, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm Cher." Derek Chauvin, <laughs> he would have said, "I have to get her autograph." He, he would have gotten up. I genuinely think this. <laughs> Wait a minute. He would have gotten Cher on <laughs> and been like, "Not as much." What are you doing here in a full length floor a floor length mink? Coat? I did picture her in a in a floor length ball gown. Floor length something, mink coat, ball gown, whatever. If she would have showed up on the scene and paparazzi would have found out that she was there, she could have helped. Cher, save us. But that's kind of sad, too. Cher. What's the, what's the TikTok? Um, oh, uh, President Trump, I hope you have a plan, but it's Cher, I hope you have a plan. <laughs> President Cher. President Chair, I hope you have a plan. Good night, New York. Uh, You want to say bye? Bye. (laughs) Aboriginal.